Yeah. And this book is spicy. It is spicy. I don't know how many peppers you would give it because three peppers? Two, three pepper, yeah. Two peppers? This is a supplement for me, I would say two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ashley is my spicy uh, guru. So I don't know the spice meter, but if you think you say this is two peppers, I don't know what I what five is. I'm scared. If this is you two, I'm be scared. scared. <laughs> Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. Today, we are going to be talking out about Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. This is number one in the Skyland series, which I wonder if we're going to get like POVs from other characters that are within the book. I didn't Doesn't know that. Kind of girlfriend? So I don't know. That's my theory. You know, That's that makes sense. Theory. It makes sense. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole bromance book club thing. Like, I have a feeling like we're going to get each person's story. Okay. You know, way, way to go, Ryan. Way, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are new here, uh, Don and I basically go through our spoiler-free edition where we basically share with you things that we didn't like and things that we did like about the book. You'll get our rating uh, we do not discuss the book before we talk about it, making this whole entire interaction super duper unique and firsthand experience. Because how long have we been, we've been doing this for almost three years now? Three years? Yeah. Yeah. So we basically don't talk about it. Her and I are both reading it at the same time. We don't talk about it until we come on here. So we're going to start off with our spoiler free review and then we'll tell you when we're going to spoil it so if you want to stick around and hear what we have to say usually we spill more tea that's where you get all the the dirt and as to why we don't agree or something like that um in our next book if you are only staying for the spoiler free edition it's going to be happy place by emily henry that's going to be our book for may so without further ado before i let go Kennedy Ryan. Um, it's a contemporary romance, basically a second chance type of romance novel, if you will. Um, we are brought into the lives of Yasmin and Josiah. They fell in love in college, built a business, a family together. Um, but then there has been like terrible, like grief that's like struck their family that has basically turned their whole entire world upside down leading to divorce and them trying to move on and find who they are through their grief um and how their family is going to operate um through all of that because grief can be isolating you know therapy may help but being ready to heal is the key so that's just where i'm gonna leave it cool right now is that okay Mm-hmm. Did I kind of touch it? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. We're just going to leave it right there. <laughs> okay, Dawn. What did you rate this book? I gave it a four. Uh, 
Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Are you kidding? Are you surprised by that? I don't. I actually am. Yes. <laughs> okay. Would you think I was going to give it? You thought I was going to rate it lower or higher? I thought you were going to give it like a three. I think my bet was on a three and a half, three, seven, five. I was like, that's both going to come out. She's going to be like, I dropped a star and I dropped a half a star because you know, Ashley, how I feel like uh-huh. totally had it playing in my head. Um, I gave this one a three, seven, five. Okay. So, um, and that was just me personally. I don't know. Well, we'll have to talk about it. So, we'll yeah. have to that's where that's where I am for sure. <laughs> um, so what are some things that you did not like about this book? I don't have many dislikes. Uh, but my main one is that and this is it's not like a huge dislike. It's I think it's gonna be more of a me problem or a very small set of people are gonna have this problem. But I've never been married before and never been then divorced and then put in a second chance romance novel relationship type of situation. But I just felt like there was an excessive amount of hoardiness. It was, and I don't know if it's because the book is supposed to be spicy or if that's what couples who divorce and then whoopsies maybe I shouldn't have and maybe it's like really hot in the pants I don't know but I found it a little excessive for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah um I think I agree with you in some areas but that's just because I think as we can probably talk about in the spoiler edition I think that they're like just their relationship in general was founded on like more they definitely have a physical connection to each other and it's like that's not something they could turn off okay. and so I think she was like trying to like play that up as like part of their relationship and they you know them always be like well, what are we doing you know what what is this I was like well y- y'all are attracted to each other <laughs> you yeah. know it's basic chemistry here but yeah. I mean but there'd be moments where she would be like verbally pissed at him but then internally she's like oh my god he's so hot though and I'm like and like what she's angry about is like valid what he yeah. said he said he said something that she didn't like and so she should react to I, are you saying blah 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 to me like please please re, you know reformat what you're saying so I understand that you just insulted me but in her head as we were reading her her uh, stream of conscience is oh my god his chinos are so tight and I'm like I don't think I like that they seemed like the type of couple that would like if I had to like pin, put a pin in it they were those like screaming fighters or whatever and then they would just have like mad crazy sex after that's what I perceived as a relationship. So okay. it's like maybe that that's how they cope. They, they let it all out there. I don't know. Like, okay. This is a little distracting. And sometimes I'm like, but you're, but you're angry. Like, <laughs> when I'm angry, that's not what I'm thinking about. I'm over here like, excuse me. <laughs> but then like, I don't think that's necessarily healthy. And then that's a totally different topic that this book did not touch on. Not that I'm saying right. it needed to, 
or that that was a problem, but that's a totally different issue that they need to see a therapist about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so my first uh, perception of this book was probably not a good one. I could not get into this book for 85 pages. It took me so long to get just I don't know if it was just the amount of, like, background, you know, information that Ryan was giving us that I just, I lost interest in connecting the characters right away because I was like, well, okay, but okay. Like, like I just, it didn't, it didn't hook me the way that contemporary romances do for me. I don't know why, but it was, like, everything I had to really dive in and then when I did dive in then it was okay like then I could just like zippity doo da day through it I didn't listen to it I read it so I don't okay. know if it I don't know if it was just my reading speed with it I don't know but it was it just seemed very like info dumpy dumpy in the beginning with a lot of the background and I wasn't immediately drawn to the characters I guess because they had such a, like, open relationship with being friends after, like, their divorce. So it was, like, weird because we didn't see the turmoil before it. And I guess because we got a lot of it after. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was hard for me to really connect to the characters right away. I will say the first chapter, but any, for some reason, like I've said this before in the podcast, every time I start a book, I get so excited that I am just not paying attention to the first chapter. Everything, I just in, in one ear and out the other. So the first chapter, I don't even know what the hell they were talking about. I think they were talking about how they met. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it is. Yes, that that's how they met. Okay. Like how he asked her to be his girlfriend, basically. I, I, it didn't take me... A while to get into it i i think it's the the organization of the book it's here we are we have these two people they're co-parenting they are divorced this is the situation they're in now we don't know why they got divorced but then you kind of it kind of like explains itself as the book progresses i personally like that style of writing i don't want to know right away i'd rather get bits and pieces until the very end and then you're like oh my god and then in this book you get the oh my god and it's it's horrible i was sobbing it was so sad so that that didn't didn't bother me too much but yeah, like yeah. i said it very well been an ashley problem I, like i could have just been not ready to receive the wise words of miss ryan i yeah. don't know but like <laughs> it's like they seem fine to me they seem fine to me <laughs> what's their problem why are they divorced yeah <laughs> and maybe that's what she meant for it to be like this. It's just a facade yeah. that yes. this, under the surface, they're really not okay, but they're putting on these, these airs as if they are okay. And they're really not. Yeah. Uh, this book kind of confirmed once again, this is not a real direct issue with the book as more as it is me, but it, I'm kind of going along with my first point and that this book has pretty much confirmed that I don't like spicy books. I don't. I think I kind of thought that in the back of my head because every time we read one, I'm always just like, Bleh. like, 
that summer we did the summer of romance or some bullshit. I don't know what we did. And the entire summer I was just like, I don't really care about this book. <laughs> and so I found myself fast forwarding through the, the, the spicy bits. I like literally like 15 seconds. Yeah. And this book is spicy. It is spicy. I don't know how many peppers it's, you would give it because three, pepper. three peppers. Two, three pepper. Yeah. Two peppers. This is a, this is two? for me. I would say two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ashley is my spicy uh, guru, so I don't know the spice meter. But if you think you say this is two peppers, I don't know what I what five is. I'm scared. You're like <laughs> okay. This book definitely does reach. It does reach a three pepper, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, good to know. Well, basically what I'm trying to say is I don't like spicy books, so... And it's not that the spice was bad in this book. It's me. I'm just not into it. It's just not something that I like. And that's okay. Yeah. Some of us are, are undercover spice girls. It's fine. <laughs> and that's the title of the podcast. Some of us are Girl, undercover no. spice girls. Let me write that down. <laughs> have a lot like bad about this book to say you know I think it was just like the reason why I think I gave it the rating that I did is because I personally had a hard time connecting right away with the characters I probably give up it more before but um my I have like a nitpick that's really my next little bit yeah do you have any more dislikes the only dislike I had was when he said kickstand in my pants I didn't like that yeah like I said it was a two a two pepper moment. <laughs> okay. He tried. He tried. <sighs> he tried. <laughs> That's my last dislike. Uh, we can do nitpicking time. It's nitpicking time. Nitpicking time. Oh my lord, the daughter. I wanted to slap her. Just like. <laughs> okay, if I ever spoke to my daddy like that about my mama. I would have been grounded for all eternity yeah. with 18 bars of Irish spring soap to suck on and eat if I had any of those words leave my mouth. Like, ever. Ever, ever, ever. I was just like, the disrespect. I just... Yeah. But so, yeah. I know why. I know why it was, but it was, it was just, it was rough. There's some moments where I was like, just shut up. She needs a good backhanded slap. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think the author is trying to say something here. So you're of a different generation, and I'm a different generation than Ashley is. And I think, um, I'm Dawn. Hi, I'm black, by the way. And being raised Ashley. by... <laughs> that's Ashley. Ashley's white. Uh, but being <laughs> raised by a black woman, like, there is no way... I couldn't even look at my mama crazy. Mm-hmm. And it would be a swat to the hip, to the to the thigh. To the um, thigh, yeah, girl. No, I got a leather belt whooped across my backside. If I every time, leather oh. just a, a three inch thick, like just whoosh, across my backside. No, you had it nice. You had a slap to the hip. Actually, like, I would take a slap I, to the hip. It it it. Okay, so it started off as like hit to the thigh then it may I would have to get my own switch 
And then at some point, it just ended up with a, a look like this. And then that was it. <laughs> that was it for me. I knew not to. Yeah. So, but I think Kennedy, what she's trying to, she's trying to introduce a different generation and a different way of parenting. I don't know, like gentle parenting. I think that's what it's called now. I'm not a parent. You are. You'd probably, you've probably heard that term before, but it's more of a feel free to express yourself. And then I'm going to tell you that you are being disrespectful and you should not say that, but I'm not going to hit you. I'm going to verbally let you know that that is not how we talk about our parents. That is disrespectful. So I think that's what she's trying to say about the daughter because I did have some issues, not issues. I did have some thoughts about the daughter parent relationship and we'll probably get more than that into the spoiler dishing. So I don't want to spoil it too much, but I think it was on purpose as to why she allowed Deja to talk that way in front of her mother and her and I also think that uh Yaz the the mother has a lot of guilt and so she's like my daughter is right I feel guilty how dare I say she's wrong how dare I reprimand her because I feel responsible like I think there's a lot of that going on too but I totally agree like there's no way I could talk to my, my mother like that are you kidding me no Girl, I wouldn't be able to sit for a week if I spoke to my daddy about my mama like that. And even if it was true, even if it was true that with disrespect that came out of my mouth, that was not okay. That's not honoring and anything like, uh-uh, nope, mm-mm. I just had to stand there with my pants down with belt across anytime and eat Irish spring soap. But so. now would you do that with your son? absolutely not we'll see that's like every generation is just like okay we're not going to continue this we're going to try a different way of parenting and that's just through education and growth right yeah which i think this is what they're saying yeah but you know Mm. but yeah i totally Uh, agree mm, mm. what about Uh, you you got um, another nitpick (laughs) yeah so my nitpick is also with daisha but it's with the therapist so, um, and I'm going to be very vague. So Yasmin has a therapist and she talks about her daughter, yet the therapist does not give her any insight as to why Deja's behaving that way. And I'm like, ma'am, you are a shitty therapist. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? I diagnosed her the second she got on the page. I am not a therapist. I'm a librarian. So I just think that that was on purpose. I think Kennedy wanted the parents to, to figure out on their own or they wanted Deja to say out loud what her problem was as opposed to someone telling Yaz what the problem was. And I totally understand that, but it's, it's making the therapist look terrible. Well, yeah. It's at the expense of the therapist. That was my, my second nitpick is that (laughs) the therapist for Yaz was terrible. Whereas Josiah's therapist. Great. I was like, I want, can I call you? Can I call you up? <laughs> yes. What your thoughts are? Do you feel this is good? Because I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I okay. feel like he got a better setup. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I have one more nitpick, and I personally hate the miscommunication trope. I hate it. That will make me drop stars quicker than a metaphor that I can't think of off the top of my head. But I feel like this has the diet version of the miscommunication trope. 
And I think it's because we were in both of their heads. It was different POVs. And so we kind of got to hear why there was miscommunication. And it could have just been, oh, he looks like he's having a good time without me. Or it's like the fear of rejection or guilt. And so we got to read about their guilt. We got to read about their fear. So we knew why there was a miscommunication. But nonetheless, it was still a miscommunication trope. It was just the diet version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I that that was something that I had like on my radar. I was like, I swear to goodness, if we go around in this circle, I'm 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 outie. See you later. Like I <laughs> like because I'm sick of it too. I'm just you just yell at the book the whole time. You're like, why do you just not speak what's on your mind? <laughs> I was saying that, but for a different reason, and we'll get into that in the spoiler edition. I'm not gonna say it here, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did you like about this book? Uh, I liked the theme of therapy, uh, particularly for Josiah. He is a black man and black men are not trying to get into therapy. I think this generation, once again, is a little bit more like open to therapy, but these people are in their mid-30s. So it's still a bit of a taboo because their parents were like, hell no, I'm not going to therapy. So they're still living with that, whereas the younger generation sees it. Uh, but I just like that she talked about black men going to therapy and how Josiah like really talked about it in the book. And you know, black men and women are reading this. So they're like, okay, it's okay. So I, I did like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I have to agree. I think she did it really well. Just like showcasing that like, therapy is something that is normal and she was really trying to do a good job to normalize it Mm -hmm. and I really liked that um because of the way that she did it it wasn't like your standard like tell me how you're feeling today type of thing it was it was really like in depth and like you know finding the right person and like how like and she even talks about how like her first person wasn't a good fit for her and how she had to find someone who was a good fit for her, you know? And I'm like, that's the whole process of therapy. Like, it's all a thing. Um, so I really liked that. Um, and I also really liked the fact that, like, when we get into Yaz and um, Josiah's, like, relationship as a whole, I love the fact that, like, Ryan actually went deep with Josiah's feelings, because I feel like a lot of times we don't get that and it's like but all of his feelings when you actually read about it it's like oh my oh my gosh like this poor man like like poor her too but like this poor guy yeah also like it's not just like a he just said okay fine sure honey sounds good no (laughs) so I really like that because it made them more believable more relatable like when we got to I was like okay I see you yeah and speaking of that like one of my likes that I had is Josiah's experienced a lot of loss and then there's a point in the book where his son is also experiencing loss but Josiah experienced loss at a young age younger than his son and he just dealt with it with just like trying to just like you know focus on other things to deal with it and not really processing it or trying to deal with it any other way than than ignoring it but with his son he's breaking that cycle the son has already broken the cycle which I think she is trying to say that and I I I like that a lot that it's not going to continue with the I can't remember his name 
the sun. Kazim. Kazim. I couldn't say it. The Ashley sucks at names, guys. I wasn't even going to try. I was just yes, like, she mm-hmm. does. Okay, it's fine. Ass. We're going to call him that. Um, and I do, my last thing that I really liked about this book is just the, um, that she does a really good job approaching these topics with care. There are some big, heavy topics in this book, like big trigger warnings that she talks about right at the beginning. And you can tell that this woman has done her research and has actually tried to discuss it in an appropriate manner and not just make up how you should be feeling and and what actually happens and stuff like that. Because Dawn and I have read some that were like, did you do any research about that? Because that that's... So my next like is, I like the writing style. I've read romance before, obviously. And I don't like it when authors force these characters into making stupid decisions just to drive a plot. I hate Mm -hmm. that. But I felt like she didn't do that. These characters, yeah, some of their decisions were a little, (laughs) but for the most part, they weren't way out there. And I didn't feel like she was forcing situations to drive the plot like I felt it it, it went naturally and so I, I I appreciated the realistic writing style and not some yeah. it ends with us Colleen Hoover even though I've never read it but I'm just guessing that's what's what happens I don't know either she did it for us this book though where she says raw real magnificent so girl they probably are the same publisher and she was forced to say that shit <laughs> <laughs> that was my next like too was that like the characters are like I just I didn't feel like any of their situations were like made up you know like it this book to me reminded me of like the bromance book club but like if we would have had the first couple like if we would have seen them after their like divorce or whatever Mm -hmm. like they're they're hurt and them like reworking through it because it's I I don't know I I just I guess I just like those. I like those redemptive stories. I like seeing them like try to figure it out and stuff. I don't mean to laugh, but you just compared the bromance book club, which the reason why they got divorced is because he couldn't make her orgasm to the reason why these couple got divorced was because something totally way worse than that. (laughs) No, I know. I just, I know you're not, but it's funny. Leave it to Ashley. It's fine. (laughs) Yes, the complexity is way bigger here. (laughs) Um, And their reasons were, like I said, they were way more realistic. (laughs) Thank you, Don. I just had to say it. I'm sorry. I appreciate you. It's fine. Um, I liked the, I liked Yaz's friends. And now that you said that there's more books, then it's probably going to be... I'm going to guess Soledad is next because she seemed to have issues with her man. And I did like the mother-daughter relationship because if you had a mother and you were a teenager, for some reason, there's always attitude. You do not like your mama. And no daughter, no teen girl likes her mama for some reason. And then when you become like a senior in high school or college age... Then, then you come back around. But there are some ages in there where you're just like, oh, God, get out of my face, woman. It is, I feel horrible the way that I treated my mother when I was in middle school. 
I feel oh, horrible about it to this 100%. day. Same. So. Like, I, I thought, you know, I think it's because the first daughter is so much alike to her mom that it's like you're seeing yourself in your mom and you're like, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not. And who are we today? You have so many yeah. similarities. You sound the same. Mm-hmm. You talk the same. You handle your situation the same, like, or whatever. But it's like, there was a time I remember I was, I was Deja's age where I challenged my mother every single day, every single day. And I was like, you ain't going to do nothing. You've never laid a finger on me. You always wait till daddy comes home. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. until she backhanded me across the room so it's you know I had to push her far for her to get there and then I looked at her and I was like okay you got some cojones now I like what I see <laughs> oh no it's terrible I was I was not nice to my mama and that was just because I was very much so like my dad with how I handle situations and she doesn't handle them that way so she's literally the exact opposite of me but do I sound like her absolutely could you pick us out in a crowd and go we're related a hundred percent and now she's one of my closest friends which I is know what I she see. is I see them <laughs> I see that for them it's gonna be there it's fine <laughs> yeah that's um, all my likes like, Same. specific. I, like, I do have more, but they're more spoilery, so I can't really say here. I like the dog, Otis. Oh, the dog. The the extra star for our likes. I loved Otis. I thought that that was super sweet because it's like when you have a family dynamic. I mean, even the pets know. The pets are like, what the heck? <laughs> like, it's going on. Um, it just made me think of my dog, and I was like, there's no way that I could have, like, left my dog with Justin if we got divorced or something. Like, he would have been howling, just like Otis was. Like, absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) Okay, well, that was our spoiler edition. Nope, that was our spoiler-free edition of Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. We hope you guys do pick it up because, like we said, this is, you know, Ashley compared it to Bromance Book Club. It's not, it's not so sorry this book is really really good and it is, it is worth reading because it's real life experiences that you know they're, they're handling them probably to a t how you would envision someone else handling this mm-hmm. if they were dealing with it um our next book is going to be happy place by emily henry and that will be our maze book. So we're going to spoil the book now in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You still can't do your Janet Jackson. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's all right. <laughs> Can we talk about Vashti real quick? First of all, why would you date your chef when you took forever to find her? Why would you do that? Why? I that killed me because it's like you never bit mix business and relationship like ever it never works well and like you've been trying to find a head chef for how long now and now you hooking up with a rib girl the rib girl that Kazim or whatever his name is always has to have his her ribs every single day every day but that still. was stupid and I- then would you go to your 
boyfriend's ex-wife's house for Thanksgiving with her mama? Would you do that? Yeah, nobody would. What the hell is wrong with her? Oh my God. I'm, that's what I was yelling at when I was reading yeah. it. Like, oh my, what is wrong with you? No. I know. No. She, she had a screw loose. Or she was trying so hard. Like, she was okay with the dynamic. I don't know. But I would never... If I was in her shoes, I would never go, oh, yeah, sure, I want to go to your ex-wife's house for Thanksgiving. Absolutely not. I'll make it here. Sounds great. We'll go to my parents' house. We'll go find someone else. But no. 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 Absolutely not. And... And, oh, when she found her in his house, after they did it. Well, we knew that was going to happen. You knew when she went to that house, she was going to be butt naked. I knew that was going to happen. Her whole, (laughs) I just appreciated Yasmin's just like, in her monologue where she was like, do I, do I scream? Do I congratulate her? Like, do I like shake her hand? Like, how do I like get out of it? She's like, I'm trying real hard. Like. I'm so glad he's moving on, but man, like, I don't want him to move on, and he's talking to her, and she's like, what are you doing here? Um, uh, picking up my son's stuff, because he's still coherent and have keys to each other's houses. Yeah. It's not weird at all. Not weird. <laughs> that whole time I was, like, cringing in my seat, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So bad. And it was so awkward. There was no way it wasn't awkward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just, and you knew it wasn't going to last either because she was like hanging on him and stuff like that. And he like wouldn't, he wouldn't take it to the next level in any capacity for the longest time. And it's like, well, it's because you're still hung up on someone else and you needed not someone that you're trying to get a deep relationship with right away. Yeah. When you literally own a restaurant with your wife and you see her every day or every other day or whatever. Yeah. I actually didn't see that coming, that they broke up. Sorry. I was glad that, because this book could have very easily could have pit these two women, could have pit these two women together, had them arguing and being ridiculous and then just showing their ass. And I'm so glad she didn't do it that way. I'm so glad she made these mature adult women that were like, you know, I divorced him. I have no right to tell him who he should date. However, I do have the right to have feelings about it and I'm not going to take that out on you. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. like back away and pretend you know we're all good here, even though we're not. Well, and for the, even the two main characters, when they were seeing someone else as well, like they, the way that they communicated their feelings to the other, you know, counterpart in that relationship, I was like, that's what an adult conversation should look like. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't do this anymore. It's not me. It's you. Or, or whatever like they just back and forth it was like a real actual like listen like here are my feelings this is where I'm at I'm being honest and I don't think it's gonna work because this is where I'm at all right yeah gotta move on and I appreciated that because 
that it I I think too she did it to show growth like growth mm-hmm. in the characters that they were like trying to mature in like what was going on in their relationship um so I did like that and I did like her girlfriends mm-hmm. as well because they were also going through stuff but Soledad you know she's got what two three girls at three home girls. however many mm-hmm. three yeah and so she was was making decisions based off of the fact that she knew her husband was cheating but didn't want to tell anybody that you know she was 100% sure that that's what was going on I don't even think she knew at a, at a point in time but she was scared to voice it and I loved even how she was trying to just with her relationship with Yaz she's like well like my daughter's all like my world and so like I want to be immersed in like what they're doing and like that was healthy like that was healthy for her to recognize that like I didn't want to leave them but just somebody like I had to find a babysitter I had to do this like just taking like grown-up responsibility um and even like Hendrix when she stepped in to help with Deja is like that's what your best friends are for like when you find like good friends like that it's like listen like I am at my wits and I'm not getting anywhere through to them or whatever and so she needed these two pillars to be able to tell her like you need to let your hair hair down. You know, you need to go out with so-and-so. Or, hey, you should probably stop being so hard on Deja because she's really good at something else and maybe open your eyes because she might not want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just all just like, really healthy things that you hope for when you're reading. Yeah. Yeah, another, really like another good part with, well, with her friends was something i can't remember what what happened but she was with she was with Soledad and hendrix and yaz was like no it's nothing it's nothing and they're like no 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 no. we're your friends you talk to us you don't shut us out you shut other people out you don't shut us out we're your friends and then she opened up so i like that they were like no 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 we're not doing that you're going to share we're going to help you this is a safe place talk to us let us know what's what what's wrong mm-hmm yeah and I liked that though I like that they called mm-hmm. her out on her BS you know because it's like she's got a good circle of friends around her who are going to be able to go mm, no honey it reminded me of like uh Stealing Magnolia or Sweet Magnolias or whatever it is Stealing Magnolias the new the show that's on Netflix oh, I don't know Stealing Magnolias I think that's what it is but it's like there, there's three girlfriends and one of them's going through a divorce and the other two like you know they, they get together on Tuesdays for Margarita Night and that's when they spill their tea and everything like that and that's what this reminded me of because they were literally going out and spilling their tea what's yeah. going on the whole time yeah so what's the next part do you want to talk um, about do you want to talk about the devastating parts let's talk about Deja first and like like we were saying in the spoiler free like i'm pretty sure you and i like figured out what her damn problem was immediately she blamed her mother for the divorce and she was taking it out on her and she was probably liking vashti on purpose to to make her mad um and how her therapist did not tell her that is stupid but um i don't i don't know it's like it as me reading this book, I don't have any children. But I feel like as a 13-year-old, almost 14, I feel like they should have shared more with her, with what was yeah. going on. Include her more. And I know you can't tell teens everything because they're not mature enough to handle everything. 
But, you know, if she had that miscarriage like that, she should say, look, you know, we broke up. I broke it up because X, Y, Z. And we'll get to that. But I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about sharing information? No, I I agree. I think that, and I... Hi, I'm Ashley. I uh, literally was in childcare for 10 years and I have a five-year-old as well. Like children are so much smarter than what we give them credit for. And we as parents or administratives or whatever, we seem to like shelter them a lot more than than it's necessary. What happens is they start to create the reason of the problem is is either me or like you were yelling because I heard you yelling so therefore you're the problem maker like we start we we basically don't give them the tools to help them navigate what could possibly be the problem and so they are left like creating the reason in their brain with Mm. whatever knowledge they have and it's because of lack of information um and literally right away I was like if she literally just sat her daughter down after after the miscarriage and them divorcing and whatever and said listen mama's not in a good spot and this is why like you can be upset with me all you want but where my heart is like this is where my heart is and just being vulnerable with her because when we show vulnerability we're not just like giving um a lame excuse right like like we're not just saying like oh it's because he was out too late we're not actually solving the problem by doing that. And so like, again, her therapist should have been telling her this, like (laughs) open up with your daughter because what happens is like, you know, daughters are following after their moms. And what unfortunately happens is lots of times we fall in the same traps as our mamas. And if our mamas would have told us, Hey, don't do that because this is what happens over here. And we're actually honest we won't make that mistake, yeah. you know, similar, similar situation over here with me and my mom. We had it out with one of those big talks or whatever. And I said, if you would have told me, I wouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. I wouldn't have actually like gotten to that place or whatever, because there, there's like a sheltering that happens because we're trying to protect, we're trying to not show and like whatever. And it's like, kids need to be able to see that. And they need to be able to see you also like working on it. Because then when you see what happens after with Deja, like her whole demeanor changes Mm -hmm. because she's been given the information she was missing. And now she has holds the keys to decide how she wants to respond with it, you know? And so it's like, I I literally called it the moment I was reading, I was like, they don't talk to her. So therefore she's going to do this, like blah, blah, blah. I was like, yes, she, I was like, she blames you, woman. She blames you. That's why she don't like you. She blames you for the reason why dad left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And about how, how, I don't know how to get to her. I don't, you, you just gotta talk to her. Mm-hmm. Hello? Just talk to her. And don't talk to her about, about her. Talk to her about you. <laughs> that was the biggest part. The- I guess we could talk about the miscarriage now. Yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Um, reading that and like actually like having she painted a really good picture as to how she had the miscarriage. She fell and it's like that's like I you know, number one thing when you're pregnant is like 
you are you should not fall in any capacity because it can cause harm to the child and kill the child inside so the fact that she like landed on her stomach in the restaurant literally my heart was just like that was i did not i thought maybe you know she lost early on in the pregnancy but no like she got to know that baby and at the i was just like oh my god no wonder she's just oh Yes, because Terrible. that baby should have been alive. That yeah. baby should have been alive. N- nothing wrong with it, like, at, at all. Like, if she would have fallen a different direction, she might have been okay. But the fact that she fell face first, because it goes through her, in the book, talking about where she gets to the hallway. I'm like, what the heck happened in the hallway? Like, why do we keep freaking out when we're walking through the hallway here? Mm. And it, she just kind of, like, goes past it. And I'm like... Like, did you find Bird there? Like, did you find something, like... I thought... Is that, like, where you... I thought Bird had died there or some... I thought... I knew something traumatic happened there, but I didn't know it was that. I didn't think it was that. I didn't either! And I was like... Oh, my... Yeah, that... That was terrible. That was terrible. That was tragic. Tragic. You know... And just even hearing it from both sides of her and from Josiah and him, like, blaming himself for not, like, fixing the wooden plank or not saying, you know, just staying home with her, like, for, like, whatever. And it's like, but the reality was is that even if he would have stayed home with her, she still would have fallen. Like, she still would have fell. Well, so I think like, the, the reasoning was that she couldn't get up in time to drive herself to the hospital. I think she hurt herself and she couldn't walk. So she was laying there for a while, but we still don't know. But I mean, you're going to blame yourself regardless, yeah. regardless. You're just going to blame yourself. That's what we yeah. do. We just blame ourselves. It was, oh, yeah, that was, that was bad. That was bad. And then her having to go there and like still deliver the baby because unfortunately when you're that far along, I mean, they can't just like, you know. They can't just like suck it out of there. It's it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Um, so that was just so hard yeah. to like read. Um, and it, it made total sense as to why they, why she ended it. Like she's just not in her normal place in in her mind, and he's not helping by just not being there, and he's not trying to get therapy. And there was a moment that I just like I was just like oh my god when when their son is like the the teacher's like I recommend him going to therapy and Josiah was like you know what I will go to just to show him it's okay and she's like you mean to tell me you would show you would go to therapy for your son and save him but you would not save us I was just like oh oh my god oh I she is so right she is so wise she is so <laughs> like like oh my god that was so good like you know, the whole time I was like, you go for him, but not for how long? Why would you not go for her? Why would you not want to go for her? <laughs> yeah. That just, like, but at the same time, you know, like, that grief is so, it, it's so deeply rooted in so many other ways. And, again, as we, like, figure out, you know, when he finally goes to therapy, you know, he has not dealt with his mama's death. He's not dealt with yeah. Bird's death. He's not dealt with even just, t- like, letting, 
you know, um, Yasmin know, like, hey, like, I had feelings here. Like, he can't even talk about that. And so it's like, when she does bring up divorce, he's like, well, what? Why do we got to do that? Yeah. Why, why, why do we got to do that? You know? And so he's just so, I think, starstruck, shocked that he, because he hasn't gotten the help that he needs to talk about his feelings and to feel like she's a safe place to share them with. Because, mm-hmm. yes, she was in such a fragile state. Like, even the whole, like, her dressing up in, like, a new, like, lingerie set, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Because it's like you you just know like she's just there she's like i just need another baby i need another baby because i need to fix it i need mm-hmm. to like like do a redo and it's like it doesn't work like that like mentally and emotionally it doesn't work like that like that's not going to fix what you've lost before yeah. um but yeah when he like breaks down and he like basically shares with the therapist like i actually did cry like <laughs> But didn't I, I, you know, but he didn't tell anybody. And then when he's like sharing and the, the therapist hands him a tissue and he's like, it's for the tears. I was like, oh, my God, it's you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. broke through. You made a breakthrough. <laughs> and as I was um, reading, it didn't even occur to me that because because he just wanted to have a sexual relationship with Yaz. And I'm like, why is he doing that? And it didn't occur to me. It's because he was afraid of loss again. Because he lost so much, and he was afraid that if he got back together with her, then she was going to dump him again, he was going to lose her again, he didn't have to go through that again. So I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense as to also why he didn't want to take a chance on having another baby, because she was high risk. And so that's why he was so angry, because if she got pregnant again, he would lose her, he would lose her too. And so he was just so afraid of loss. That it just was just paralyzing him. He couldn't do anything else. He can think. He just. I need. Just need to work. I just gotta work. I just not think about it. And you know that's not healthy. But it just made so much sense. Yeah. And even that that one line that he like, where where she's like basically like bearing her heart to him and is like, listen, like I want to try again. And he's like, no one has ever hurt me how much you've hurt me. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. But good for him good for him for saying that but yeah like, yes, but, but he had to say that he had to say that because he's right like the one i mean like i'm i'm actually i'm married like i you know it's you hurt your spouse more probably more than anybody else in the world because they're the one that's like hearing you and hearing you just like go off like left and right with whatever problem is like going on in your world and it's like when something bad happens, you try to take things out of your bubble to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did is she's like trying to push out, you know, the person that's causing the problem or had a hand in the problem. <laughs> um, you know, and so I think that that's adorable that he basically goes, the therapist is like, is this what I want to do? <laughs> what would you suggest? Well, but I thought it because good. he like helped him walk talk through it. Like, is that what you want? It's gonna be hard. You're gonna have to do it again. But is that what you want? So I thought that that was sweet. Yeah. And a lot of growth. And I loved how much Kaz grew from his like therapy sessions as well. Because 
like they were all dealing with like a sense of loss Mm -hmm. in this book and it's like loss doesn't just affect a person you know that it's immediately like happening to it happens to everyone around yeah and just like how they try to like put up barriers and whatever um and I love the fact that Kaz was like an undercover like genius (laughs) loved that I was here for it also, this is a side note. If you get this book, I was showing Dawn, there are recipes in the back from some of the main talk um, sweet treats in this book. They Except do not have Vashti's ribs. Vashti's ribs are MIA. Why? I don't know. Maybe because they, these are Ryan's personal recipes and she doesn't have a recipe for ribs. I don't know. Maybe not. So we've got the lemon cello pound cake, Josiah's sweet potato pie cakes, um, Soledad's vinaigrette, and Aunt Evelyn's corn pudding. So, yeah. Very, 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 very good. Um, I love the fact that food was such a, like, a crucial thing in this book, too. Like, it all centered around food. Not like, oh. Yeah. So good. They're in Georgia, right? Yeah, where this was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. So, overall, it was a great book. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I would read something else by her, but I think she writes a lot of spicy stuff. But I would continue the series though, because I'm I want to see what goes on with Soledad and Hendrix. Same. Same. I'm. I am here for it. Maybe it'll hit another spice level. <laughs> maybe we'll convert Don once and for all ladies and gentlemen I don't think so <laughs> well anyway thank you so much for joining us and we will catch you in the next podcast bye bye